Star Wars sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars sessions. This is the way. This is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever here in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there, and a Secret Service agent too. It's Master Blywalker, Luke Bly. How are you, sir? Oi, oi, Savaloi. I am well. Matty boy, happy Star Wars Sessions recording day, which is a top secret that yes. none of you guys, none of you listeners know about, because whenever we record is the day you listen. It's exactly. magic. We're recording right now. It's the thanks. force. Oh, we yes, actually are recording now. <laughs> it's the force. It is, <laughs> it is mystical. Uh, dude, how on earth are you? Um, I am doing very well, my friend. Uh, it's been a very quiet weekend because of the... Um, the great petrol shortage of 2021. For those who don't know, for some reason, people are buying all of the petrol in the United Kingdom for no reason, leaving the rest of us who actually need it with none. So I've um. So but on the on the flip side of that, I've had a, I've had a first weekend in a long time. I've had to put my feet up, watch some films, chill out, um, and just catch up on. I did catch up on a lot of sleep. To be fair, but I've just been watching a lot of films this weekend, mate. But um, what about you? Have you been caught up in the um, pandemonium? Do you know what? We had a similar thing where we kind of wanted to save fuel because of it. So mm-hmm. we didn't really go out. But also, we weren't. it was one of those weekends where we weren't feeling 100%. Yeah. So it was a really lazy weekend. Like gaming, uh, films, TV shows, yes. a lot, few walks here and there. But it was just really chill and made that f- it felt really nice actually i can't even lie to you it felt really nice um but other than that it's been it's been a busy one keeping track of all the star wars filth that's mm-hmm. been happening because Ooh. there is a little bit of an elephant in the room star wars vision that's not just um, me but talking oh not my boy <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. naughty boy, naughty Matty boy, <laughs> self-deprecating Matty boy. Sorry, naughty. mate. Um, Bebop, Star Wars Sessions, Mando, ridiculous mashup. Um, our merch drops, didn't it, mate? Well, it's quality, isn't it? We did. We've um, you wanted to wear it, so we uh, we got a commission. Lukey boy has been working his socks off uh, alongside Callum Steed to get that um, to get that created commissioned and sent to print and we're so very pleased and proud of how it turned up and we're also you know grateful of all of you who have picked some up and i i mean i can't talk for luke but i'm going to we cannot wait to see you lot in those t-shirts if you if you've bought one snap a picture tag us we would be over the moon to see your pretty faces wearing them yes Definitely, definitely. So we got this new T-shirt out. It's at everpress.com forward slash Star Wars hyphen bebop hyphen sessions. Uh, head to all our social media. We have links on there, um, but it's a limited run. It's like an anime inspired cowboy bebop inspired Star Wars sessions Mando mashup. You got me and Matty Boy there as little 
cute anime character or not cute really they look awesome but like they, what, i've got a lightsaber matty boy is pulling up his trousers i'm joking yeah, uh, yeah. but no it, out it, a sausage roll yeah <laughs> that well that's in the next that hang on you were asking earlier about a design for our patrons t-shirts no, that was patrons. it it is a, it's to do with greg's isn't it so we can't <laughs> yeah. say anymore but you were saying what was that design i was like i forgot and you were like we oh a, i forgot as well we had a really good point. write that's that it. down write that down i'm gonna write that down right now well, greg's, down. greg's greg's t-shirt greg's sponsored t-shirt t-shirt mashup but it's, yeah, it's a quality t-shirt I mean, it's uh it's, it's organically made as well so um so you, when you're wearing it you know that you're helping the world at the same time which is always a good thing plus we've uh well i say we lukey boy has road tested them and they feel great as well and i and i also spent a lot of time feeling luke's chest and back when he was wearing it and damn <laughs> are they good and i'm not just saying that they're really they're, decent as well aren't they they feel they're, good they're- they're honestly great because we've had we've had like a rocky road when it comes to our merch and i feel like well we've never had the merch that we really wanted you know mm-hmm. whether it and i won't go into it but this feels so right and they're limited runs i think it's gorgeous they're 19 pounds and 99 pence 19 yep. quid 20 quid worldwide quid. shipping as well worldwide sh- that's nothing mate that's nothing everpress.com forward slash star hyphen wars hyphen bebop hyphen sessions or just go to uh our social media and look for that link because uh and we've sold a few so yeah like may boy said can't wait to see some of the listeners in that bad boy t-shirt yes uh and if you look anywhere near as good as luke did then well you're a lucky lucky listener um we've been busy on our patreon this month as well as we always are we drop three shows each month we drop a pub cast, which is usually me and Luke having a pint in a pub or as virtually close as we can get, depending on COVID rules. And we also drop an individual show each. So this month I've, I've dropped my jibber jabber with Jabber the Hud, where I talk about my favourite alternative moments in the galaxy. So not the I am your father. We all know about that. The, the little moments, which are my mm. favourites. And I also got some help from some friends out there as well. So I've got five of my Star Wars friends have come on. They've friends. got force messages. Friends. And um, and we talk about our favourite moments in the galaxy, which maybe aren't the biggest. And I'd also like to hear some, some of yours as well. So that's dropped as of last week. And Lukey Boy, you've dropped your show as well. Yes, mate. It's a sick show, if I do say myself. Say, say so myself. I say it. so myself. Um, that was easy for me to say. Um, Glover, our boy, came Glover. on to talk about some art project he's got going for Inktober. It is nice. Star Wars related. And then generally, it's just a chit chat. It is, it is great crack. It is really good crack. We have great fun. Uh, so, yeah, go listen to that. And then we'll also have our podcast coming out later on this week, right? Podcast. Yes, we will do, mate. That'll be coming out. And it's always a good podcast with Lucy Goose and always a lot of fun. So, check out our Patreon if you want to listen to those. However, we have got somebody new who has checked out our Patreon and signed up, Lukey Boy. Yes, huge shout out to our latest patron, Adam, who signed up at. The This Is Where The Fun Begins tier. What a spicy sickhead. Welcome to the House of Lightsabers. 
I don't know what I was going to say there. I was going to say House of Fun. That's lame, isn't it? House Welcome, of Fun. Yeah, that's already been taken out here. Yeah. Welcome to the House of Filth. Um, yes. Far, the Filth Farm here. Yeah. Thank you, mate. Enjoy. We've got, I mean, that I've, we've just dropped episodes 23 and 24 of our main, of our solo shows, pubcasters. Episode 24 is dropping. So by my recollection, that's, that's over 70 shows plus to catch up on plus everything we're going to drop going forward and the commentaries and everything and the watch longs we do we're going to be doing we're going to be doing another watch long guys we're going to be doing another one we we, we're going to sort out the day it's been busy we're going to mcm london comic con like at the end of the month so we've been prepping for that but now that's done we're going to sort it out all right just we're going to do it we're going to do it we're going to do it do it we've got a watch along we're gonna have a solo commentary uh, a solo a star wars story commentary not individual at some point as well that's oh. the next one so exciting time so adam mate thank you so much for signing up and supporting the sessions we love each and every one of you anyway uh so there's our news however i can hear the chimes of big ben kenobi in the background what does it mean mate it must mean my boy it's the galactic news round Double O Seven himself, Daniel Craig, has said in a recent interview on the No Time to Die press tour that he approached the Force Awakens filmmakers himself for a cameo in what was a fanboy moment. Mark Howell has defended the prequel trilogy, stating the films weren't as popular because they weren't good. They weren't as easily digestible as the franchise's more beloved films. The cast of the upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi series have received wrapping gifts, including caps, T-shirts and hoodies. Hi, this is Misty Roses. I am the performance artist for Queel and Frog Lady in The Mandalorian. And you are listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> We've been getting excited, more so than we ever thought we would when it was announced, Misa, Misa anyway, um, in recent weeks, because Star Wars Visions is coming out. Oh. Right? It's out now. We were so excited with the trailer. We've been pumped to watch the worlds of Star Wars and anime collide officially uh, for the first time ever. Every episode, all nine episodes, dropped on D Plus on Disney Plus oh. uh, last Wednesday. We watched them, and we're now going to dive into everything we thought about them. We're going to recap, review, give our thoughts on Star Wars Visions. Did it live up to our hype? Was it a bit naff? Was it a bit ooh, a bit way? Luke. Top level, mate. Star Wars Visions. You've watched all nine. What did you think of the? What did you think of the series overall? Overall, top level, Matty boy. I really enjoyed this. I yeah. think this is the kind of new content that we needed in Star Wars, and I had fun with it. And I think it did its job. You know, it's not going out to change canon. It's not going out to do anything like super crazy. And I kind of like that. I kind of like that. I haven't got to worry about the canon side of it and what's whatnot. You know, it, it, I thought it was really, really good fun. Not all of it is for me, as I'm sure that's the case with a lot of people. Um, but yeah, I'll leave it at that. What about you, mate boy? 
So pretty much the same, mate. I, I thought this was really very good. Uh, obviously, issues here and there, which we'll mention, but on the whole, did it live up to my expectations, which were heightened by those trailers? And I've got to be honest and say, yes, it did. As for the right. canon thing, I totally forgot about it, mate. I was just watching it. I was just lapping it up like a dog on a hot day with his water. Um, but I was also watching thinking, that would work. You could use that. I wonder right. if they're going to go back to that. But I thought Star Wars Visions as a whole was a success. Now, I don't know what they're doing going forward. If, if this is a jumping off point for a season two or for a standalone an- anime series or even a film one day. But as for this, if, if, it's, if it's an experiment, then I think it's a very successful experiment. And judging by the online uh, reception... Mm. It seems to have gone down very well, and that's the main thing. The people I've been asking about this, and I've been seeking online, are the people who are involved or like anime. I have only just started getting into it with the Ghibli stuff. I am no for- therefore not an expert. I wanted to get the opinions of people who have been living this stuff for years, and they're yeah. liking it, and they're saying this is legit, then that's never going to make me think, oh, I'm allowed to like it, but it adds that layer of legitimacy oh. and validity, mate. So I think they've done a really, very, really very good job. And I think Lucasfilm for all the rubbish they get i think lucasfilm deserve a massive pat on the back because it was a it was a low risk with high reward but it's still a risk and i think they've pulled it off yes definitely definitely i'm i'm so happy that lucasfilm and star wars are producing something that is a bit more quote-unquote out there yeah it is maybe a bit more out of our usual star warsy comfort zone right so for that, I think, yeah, like you said, they have to be applauded. Well done, Lucasfilm. Well done, Star Wars. I think this is a, this is a win. I think generally a win. Yeah. Um, mate, I can't wait. I can't wait to get stuck into this because there were nine episodes. What's interesting is uh, Kathleen Kennedy actually at the investors' call said she there was going to be ten. Ooh, I didn't uh, pick up on that, or I totally yes. forgot. Yes. However, uh, one of the um, shorts was was basically going to be split into two halves, mm-hmm. but they put it down to one. I forget which one. It might have been the Village right. Bride or the, Ninth Jedi. There was I think one it was, which was about Jedi. twenty minutes long. So I think that may have been the Ninth Jedi, but yeah. one was about twenty minutes long, twenty-two minutes. So maybe that I was going to be that one. I think it was the Ninth Jedi, but I thought that was interesting. So just in case yeah. anyone knew that or picked up on that, that is the reason why they didn't just like block one of the episodes. They did uh, just merge two. Or, or they, they, yeah, which I think makes sense because none of the others were put into two parts, were they? So no. I think that makes perfect sense. Um, May boy, should we jump straight into it? Because we do have. I'm, I'm, I'm aware that there's a lot to cover, but also, guys, we aren't going to be able to go into every single detail because we've, I, I've seen this once, and then a few of my favorites I've rewatched, mm-hmm. and I've watched about two-thirds of the extras. Did you watch any of the extras? I haven't seen any of the extras. Okay, they're really good. Any. <laughs> yeah, right. I, Matty boy, right. Let me just have a little side rant. Do it, that please. Is, Do it that is so daft yeah how did you not know that there were extras like as a star wars fan we should be like this should be like presented to us like by the way there's these extras there but instead it's like no you have to go onto this little stupid tab 
on there go extras and oh look there's a mini mini documentary a mini deep dive into every single episode oh mad see i would have i i love a bts right um extra so i would have been all over that but i i had no idea it was and, and look at it, you, everyone can say well why didn't you look well yeah prompt me to look i thought you know nine nine episodes in one day is a treat as it is i don't expect them to drop extras so right it would have been nice right. to have been told but um thank you for well, bringing that, that to my attention well that 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 is the that is i think abysmal by disney and disney plus to be honest i don't get it i think it's badly managed because there's <laughs> loads of other extras on there for star wars just in yep. general that isn't really shouted about you know and and i think they could do a much better job on that front um quickly as well how how did you feel about everything dropping at once did you like it are you glad it they didn't drip feed us this weekly no because that's my big issue with with uh star wars visions get out i'll get the neg out of the way now um so and i've seen a lot of other people say this um Mm. that when when watching all nine through because i watched them one through nine in the space of what two two and a half hours and you do start to notice the repetition and it became very apparent which after by the sixth one i thought oh and they got to the seventh. i thought i've seen this story already and what's interesting i hear i found out was that there was no necessary not necessarily any collaboration between the studios so they didn't know what like for example trigger uh didn't necessarily know what kinemar citrus were going to do with their story so they were told you know what do you what is star wars to you and the fact that they all came up with something similar is you know coincidental and at the same time quite worrying that you know and seven different studios all, all thought of the same thing but not all the same some of it is different but no there, there was were, a lot of repetition no, yes there was noticeable similarities yeah. what's interesting is i i briefly mentioned this in my journal like we we we, we allocate like three minutes toward the, end of, uh, the patreon journal <laughs> patreon.com forward slash style sessions um we we say like oh yeah have you seen journals and everything? i'm not going to give my opinion now Glover did pick up on something that I said as well. I was like, it's interesting how many common threads there were yep. in, in this and how, because they basically went to each studio and said, you know, do your own Star Wars thing, which yep. again, I think is cool. Mm-hmm. Now the issue with that or the issue, what we're talking about now is that you don't know what each other are going to do really. Yep. And you need to give them that creative license. Mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting that lightsabers was such a common theme in yeah. these yeah. shots like like lightsabers almost had more gravitas to them i'm not talking about literally or physically you know yeah. it was almost like spiritually lightsabers had deserves more respect right right so i thought that was really interesting and i, I maybe that is a, a and it, you'll have to excuse my ignorance if i'm wrong here but i think maybe that's an interesting um little peek into japanese culture mm-hmm. right that it was these lightsabers that's that, that that was the big deal you yep, know like a and that, sword, yeah. right right and i was like man that's so interesting how yeah. that seems to be the common thread here um yeah, but yeah that story's just- had a similar thread which again is fine uh but yeah you know i i didn't mind like things like the bad batch dropping weekly as a as a side note on on hindsight they probably could have done two or three a week and it wouldn't have made a problem had they had they dropped visions the first four one week and the first and the last five the next week i don't know how notes i don't know if it would have been any notable any less notable on first viewing but that did 
it didn't knock my enjoyment, but it started the familiarity started to take over, and I did think, right. Mm, um, but that right. is also the same of Star Wars films, almost major IPs. They all follow a formula. So it's but that, true. that was pretty much one of my, that was my main um, negative about visions. I mean, I probably, I have little nitpicks here and there, but that was, it. it was just the diversity in storytelling. But at the same I, time, because it, it's not canon, doesn't mm. matter. You know what I mean? Because it's not canon, it doesn't matter. And what, by that, mm. I mean, if, if it had been canon and you'd, you'd got nine stories or at least six or seven, which were very similar, then that, to me that is creative suffocation. But because it's not canon and they basically said do what you want, it ended up just being luck of the draw. So therefore, you know, it's just a happy coincidence as far as I'm concerned. So it's not a it's not a game changer and it's not a um, a strike, but it was noticeable. Yeah, I suppose there is an argument to be made that you don't have to watch them all back to back or in or even one in order. sitting or or even in order. Yeah. And so but then again, yeah, we we're, we're obviously coming from the perspective of a couple of Star Wars geeks that slapped Good. this out in a couple of days. I didn't watch this all in one sitting, I'd like to add. And I don't think I could. I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could sit there and properly enjoy every single episode in one sitting. I don't think I could do That's that. Interesting. I'll just try to ignore yeah. the, well, I went on social media on Wednesday, the 22nd when it dropped. Um, and there's just pictures everywhere. And, you know, there's no, again, there's not really any spoilers because the stories don't carry that timeline weight to me. Right. So had, right. had somebody said, Oh, this happens in this one. Oh, okay, fine. But there was pictures and videos and gifts and that. And as usual, people can't give anyone any courtesy to at least watch it within like seconds of it dropping. Um, so, I, so I was like, right, I just want to watch it. And then, you know, I can go online and I can be be free of this pain of having to watch, uh, see these pictures, undodged pictures, sorry. So, But also I wanted to just, uh, once I start something, I like blasting through it because... I don't know. It's just like time as well, because I thought nine episodes. If I don't, if I watch three on Wednesday, and I and I can't watch any more till Saturday, then I've got to feel like I've got to rush through them because we're getting closer to the timeline. So it's interesting that you didn't watch them all at once, though, mate. So no. maybe you had a slightly different experience than I did. Yeah, I I watched the first five on Wednesday, Ooh. and then <laughs> I think I watched like one the day after, mm-hmm. and then I watched a few more again on the weekend and then i finished off like the other two yep. something like it, it, it was something like that so there may be like another episode in there in between so mm-hmm. yeah may i again i thoroughly enjoyed having some new star wars content at the end of the day but um should we jump into it should we jump into the first one the duel yeah we'll give our like top level thoughts and like any moments that stood out and i guess maybe maybe at the end shall we reveal what our favorite episode was or least favorite as we go yes, along? yes let's do that Wait. right so at the end of the main session yep. we're at uh, the main discussion we're going to reveal our favorite episode yeah yeah our least favorite. So, okay well, yeah 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 let's do that let's do that so the, the jewel which was produced by kamikaze duga or, D- or doga i don't want to get that wrong so i'm going to cover it or dugger i'm going to cover everything he's a dug he's a dug uh. this is the <laughs> this is the, the story that they're releasing the book, the novel Ronin on Ronin is in this, of course. And this right. one was a black and white beauty. It's looked amazing. I love the black and white contrasting with the, the colors of the lightsaber. I thought the action was great between the, um, the lady Sith with the spinning, the cocktail umbrella saber. You've got a Ronin. They're like, Oh, is a Jedi whips out a red saber. And the way it ends with the, in the waterfall, I was like, this is, what a start, I thought. I think the duel was a fabulous start. 
Yes, I I agree. I think the art style was the biggest thing that I took away from this. Mm-hmm. I love that it was set in either the sequel era or post sequel era. Yep. One of those. Like, I love that they used the um, sequel stormtroopers, but they were customized, right? Yeah, I was man. like, oh mate, that's so dope. They're like remnant first order stormtroopers. Um, I thought that was sick. Helicopter saber. Yeah, well, here we go. The, oh, cocktails, oh, cocktail oh, umbrella. Oh, I mean, a helicopter saber, I think, only deserves one thing, mate, boy. I'm not being funny. You're um, going to do it. You're going to do I it. Thought, I'll say one thing. I thought the execution <laughs> yeah, drink, 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 drink. Of, this, mm. of this helicopter saber was much better than the helicopter sabers <laughs> in Star Wars Rebels. Rebels. It looked like my yes. washing line as well on this, but... You know, it looked cool. It, it, it suited right. his goal. And he but got you R2 can... with a hat on as well. But I think that kind of just shows how ridiculous the helicopter savers are in Rebels because <laughs> you're watching a crazy over the top anime where like, where all sorts of stuff is going, where basically there are no rules. It's not canon. And mm-hmm. they're going, all right, that, yeah, let's do helicopter saber. Yeah. That, that, like the people watching this will be like, wow, that's a bit different. No, mate, we've seen helicopter sabers before and it's canon, unfortunately. Mm. Um, so. <laughs> Anyway, I loved, there were some really nice lines in this as well. Like he said, oh, I'm just a simple wanderer. Yeah. You know, I thought, oh, that's so, that's so like classy, Yeah, you know, and I, I, I'm not always the biggest fan of that word. I think it's overused to death and death. Classy, Um, but no, you're right though, mate. Yeah. I thought all in all, this was a gorgeous episode. Not my favorite story. Um, and yeah, I know this is a lot of people's favourite episode. Um, a lot of people were drawn to this, and I, I can see why. It starts with a bang when the Sith lady says, "You'll surrender, but I won't be sparing your lives." Oh, I've just punched the air. I was like, "Here we go! Here we go!" You know, they, they were willing to they, they were willing to let her surrender and spare her life, and she's just like, "No way! I'm right. taking you down." And right. when it, when the when she's fighting Ronin and they're on the log and when he ignites the saber from behind the waterfall, that I honestly sat there and went, here we go. I generally did. I was so in when just the, just the red come from behind the waterfall. And of course, the way he absolutely punks her by stabbing her from behind. Oh, it was, that was mad. That was brutal, but clever. She got, she got done. So, um, mad. the jewel was, a, I think it was a very good start, mate. I think it was one of the strongest starts you can probably have for this series. Yeah. Uh, I, you can tell why they put it at the front. Yeah, Put it that oh, way. absolutely. You start straight. Put it that yeah. way. I think you you can definitely see why it was number one um, on the playlist. But no, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that art style. Mad. Should we go to the next episode? Yeah, to episode boy. two. Yeah, Tatooine Rhapsody. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now I'm surprised yeah. this was the second. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it that way. Listen. I know there's a lot of people that were like, this is, cr- this is a bit crazy. And I do get it. I get it. But my boy, I really enjoyed this. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was so wonderfully weird. I think this was like one of the most artistic ones where they just, like, they ran with it. They ran with it. They went, well, Star Wars isn't just about, it was obviously like a kid, a Padawan who was maybe running away from the, like, inquisitors or whatever like and it's kind of like yeah that doesn't really matter 
what matters is the life he's made now, right? As yep. this musician. I thought that was really cool. We had an emo hut. Yeah. Um, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Um, the, the, the rock intro was crazy. Yep. Boba Fett was awesome. He was so cool, wasn't he? An <laughs> anime Bib Fortuna, Matt. Yep. Mate, this is what we live We've for. We've seen it all now. We've seen it all. That's it. Like, that's it. That Star Wars is just at a different level now. We don't we have need an anything anime. else now. We have an anime bib. Anime we bib. We all want a Wonga right now. It's uh, what we've always needed, but we've not realised. We just never knew it. Same as an anime jabber as well. Never knew it. So uh, Studio Colorado, Colorado, thank you so much for making our dreams come true. This one was the one I thought, right, this is one of the ones I thought, right, this is going to be a bit cack. How is this going to work? <laughs> And it turns out that I was like, this is this is so much fun. I mean, we got to see the pod racing. This again is tense. Boon this is tense. Clones and battle droids. Like you say, fine. But it's not till that little uh, Jedi ladder one <laughs> goes to band practice. And he's eat, and the band is called Star Waver. And it's all about the first Star Wave session. Um, oh. And it's his lightsaber turns into a microphone. And, it's ju- and the song itself is a banger. Yeah, the songs yes. they play are belters. And it, hang it, on, hang on. Did you watch these in English or? Yeah, no, I watched it in Japanese. its original audio with subtitles. Same. Yeah, no, Same. I'm, not, you, I'm keeping it real, bro. The subbed. Me too. Third. I went back and watched some of my favourites in English. I haven't done that yet because I'm. I am. I want to keep it as authentic as possible. The English, well, the English language voice cast is bonkers good, but I wanted to preserve how I first saw it and. It was fabulous. Like Tatarine Rhapsody was so much fun. Again, it's yes. only very, it's only short, but now it makes me think. Well, if they wanted to make an actual like canon story about a rock band or a Star Wars rock band, it, this shows even that it can work in small doses. Why wouldn't you have a rock and roll band or whatever a musical act in the galaxy? And this is what it would look like. And you got Boba's getting down at the end like he did in Return of the Jedi. Jabba's uh, tails tapping. It's it's boss. Mate, Jabba is getting his groove on. He's and loving it. I didn't, I didn't think I'd say that this time last week. So, you know, Tatooine I think that's Rhapsody. a win. Two that's for two, a, mate. That's a huge, huge win. Listen, I'm not saying that I want a Disney Plus Star Wars rock band show. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, like, I'd have it. I'd, I'm happy. If it's as good as this, I'll nah, take it. If that, nah, man. If that, <laughs> I, for me, personally, this exists and I'm happy with that. Do you know what I mean? I like, no, that's cool. I don't need to see like a whole story where there's these guys rocking out in, right, where are we going to next, guys? Yeah, we're going to go to Bespin. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cancel bit of me, that is. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I would like to see more music and Star Wars because, again, this shows that you can do it in small doses. So if we have another animated series, why not have it? Why not? like have a band in it for like one episode 20 15 minutes 10 minutes sure sure let's open up the gal a bit more the galaxy we don't see enough of this kind of stuff so but um i thought this this surprised me this is the one i thought was going to be a bit you know a bit silly and a bit cheesy but and it was but somehow it worked yeah i liked it mate i liked it i thought it was crazy it was out there again not my favorite but there we go um the twins Ooh, from Trigger, yes. Um, Episode now we, three. Now we start to fr- uh, frolic in the filth here because it starts to get, uh, you know, as the story starts to get a bit tense from here on in. Some of them do. Yeah, the twins, we saw these guys in the trailer. Am, the girl, and Carrie. Carrie was the boy. 
mm. twins created through the power of the dark side. They they have a twin star destroyer. You know, there's the parallels of one can't exist necessarily without the other, and the sh- and the ship is powered by them. And it's basically it just descends into an absolute like mad duel between the two of them, and it is fantastic. Um, Yes, it's there are parallels, but for me, like, people are saying Luke and Leia. I actually thought more Ray and Kylo. That's um, what I thought. Thank you. That's and, and, what... and then there's a whole yes. maneuver, mate, as well. Yes, I see. To me, I wrote down here the Last Jedi. Yeah, exactly. That's what bro. I wrote down. It is because I was like, mate, this episode is so Last Jedi. It's so Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, and it not if you take away that they're brother and sister, like the Luke and Leia thing. Yep. I'd say this mirrors way more Ben and Ray. Yep. Right? Visually, there's you even have... a scene where they're pulling that power core using yes. the Force. Yes, it's very, very Last Jedi. Um, and there was a Twin Suns ending, just like in the yep. Last Jedi. Like the, There was loads. I loved the line where they were like, where are you going? And the lad said, um, is it Carrie? Carrie, yeah. Carrie. K-A-R-R-E. That's right. I did write it down, but I wasn't entirely sure how it was pronounced. Anyway, so he said to a galaxy far, far away. I was like, yeah. oh, that, that's a nice little, that's a nice little nod. That's, that's the point nice of the, t- that's the Leonardo DiCaprio meme where you sit forward and point at the TV. He said yes. it. He said it. He said it. He said, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was crazy over the top. Oh, yeah. Crazy oh, over the top. Yeah. Like, at this point, if you're still taking this show really, really, really serious, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you've sorry. missed the point, yeah. right? You've, yeah, yeah you're, sorry. That's it. You know, but this, yeah, yeah, all in all, all in all, I thought this was a really, really good episode. Oops. For me, it's probably toward the middle. Mm-hmm. It was solid. It was solid. I'm going to, I will. Uh, I may or may not agree with you. I'll divulge that later on. But I thought this was certainly solid, and I love the callbacks to what we've seen established already. Um, I'm going to have to in, stop giving away where you're my giving it away in, in the sequel truly. And that and that final shot here of the crashed X-wing nose down in the sand with the twin sons was just you know get that on my wall now. That is stunning. So get that um, get that up right now. Get it up. Print it off. Frame it up. Get it up. So um, twins. The twins. Sorry. Very decent. Number four, mate. Um, the Village Bride from Kinemar Citrus. What are you thinking? What are you saying? Right. Okay. I thought the music in this was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And the music in all of them was really cool where they balanced that kind of Star Warsy sound with anime and Japanese uh, typical yep. sound bites or sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought the music was gorgeous. I thought this was lovely. Mm-hmm. It was just a sweet episode. Um, the reprogrammed battle droids. Yeah. Mad. I thought yeah. that was awesome. Yellow lightsaber. I yeah. mean, come on. We need to see more of those just yeah, full stop. Right. Um, and I thought the ships were really cool. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Yeah, this didn't stick with me. It's weird, right? This episode, there's something about it where it just didn't stick with me. I thought it was a gorgeous episode and I I enjoyed it. But there's something about it where I'm like, I I feel almost a little indifferent about it. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's my kind of overall answer. What are you saying? You naughty boy. I thought it was stunning. That said, the music was... The music, that's my first note, the music right. is that is world. It, mine too, isn't that Literally. funny? Mine was the idea well. that they have to use a verse to unlock the planet's memories, 
that was great. I thought the misty forest world was so, so good to look at. Um, and just again, so, some of the lines like uh, Magina, which was, what you know, part of the planet's power. May you rise and may the force be with you. Oh, oh come on. Right. And then what are you, some kind of monster? I'm a Jedi. Yellow yeah. lightsaber, bish, bash, bosh, love a bit of nosh. Stunning. I thought this was fantastic. Love a bit of nosh. Okay? I, absolutely. I turned him into noodles. I thought this was <laughs> fabulous, this episode. <laughs> yeah it was it no it was a great episode see i think so i told you earlier i watched the first five episodes right yes so i think i think by the fourth episode i was starting to feel like a bit of lag the fatigue yes a fatigue mm-hmm. yes i think so i need to and i'll be honest as well i've not gone back and rewatched this one mm-hmm. and i will i want to go back and rewatch yeah, this one and i'm gonna rewatch in english as well, as well. My rewatches have been in English, so I want to. Yeah, I will rewatch it in English eventually. I said I want to preserve it, but at some point I will do because the voice cast is too good not to listen to in, in English. And someone the other day was saying to me, someone who is a big anime fan, a friend of mine, who they were saying, well, a lot of these Japanese studios, they take into consideration that some of these animes will have even more eyes on them globally than in mm-hmm. Japan. Yeah, so, and they will true. do that in English. Even in places, let's say, random example, let's say Spain, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of people in Spain, they won't watch in Spanish or Japanese, they'll watch in English, right? So hmm. they take into consideration that English is probably the most viewed um, language of their product. So, well, it is now, I, th- I think, anyway. Mm-hmm. That's, so, that's what someone What's else was saying, right? Like- so that's secondhand information. But there we go. So they, it's not like, I think they were saying it's not like the 90s. Right, they they actually take into consideration the, the the dub, and they do a really good job of it. And they, and you can tell, right? They got some really, like you said, they got some good actors in to do this. Yeah, no, the voice actors. I mean, it, there is that does ask, but beg the question of you know, could they have just got voice actors in the head of celebrities? But you know, if, if it's as good as people say, then you know, I'm cool with that. And, it's, and right. these people are coming in as fans as well, so. There's that. Um, so the village True. bride, mate. Um, I thought it was great. Lukey boy thought it was pretty good. Now the next one, episode five, right bang smack mm. in the middle. Mm. Production IG's the ninth Jedi has been getting an awful lot of um, coverage online from fans. Uh, it was one of the one of the first um, posters to drop from production IG in collaboration with Star Wars on social media, uh, and it's one a lot of people are talking about the ninth Jedi, and it's set. It, again, not non-canonically, it's set a long time after episode nine. So it's a first kind of real look as to what, you know, we could get potentially in the future. Um, and if this is the kind of, and I would, well, I would love for them to basically take this story and just use it. Yes. A thousand years in the future. Just use it. Because yes, the Jedi go again. <laughs> exactly. And there's a bit of race theme throughout, which I caught. Um, and basically, basically the Jedi are gone um the light you know one but there's one guy who can create lightsabers via kyber they've managed to uh work out the formula to bring back the lightsaber this mythical weapon of a lightsaber before the sith take over seven jedi called to one location um to restore the order and it goes from there and there's a cool twist in there uh mm. again i think this was a i think this was a really good episode the the animation was great i think the story is great the way it ended was great i think kara is wonderful yeah. There's some there's some big action in there, and uh, yeah, again the music was good, but it had that ethereal feel to me. Where 
in my head I was kind of placing like this could you know this could happen you know what if like in a thousand or five hundred years a thousand years post tross this is real and all the stories we've known all the characters and all the battles they were just faded into like myth now like yeah, that is and I was like that is you know there's like a really odd like fever dream state watching I was like this is this is odd but I love it so yeah Night Jedi mate I thought was really good yeah I think the Night Jedi was incredible I think it was incredible. I thought the mad, it was a mad intro. Like you said, the use of music. And also, I think with the Ninth Jedi, you really got a sense of story. Yep. Right. And that's maybe where some of these other shorts fall, you know, short. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) also, you know, they're working with their time, right? Mm -hmm. The time they were given. And uh, like, if if we're assuming, assuming what we said earlier is true then the ninth jedi had two parts yep. you know so there's that too but I, I this was one of the ones where i was like i really felt invested in this small story yeah, it, it felt like felt, a story yeah it felt longer than it was mm-hmm. because yep. of the story because of the characters because of like you said the little twist at the end oh that very was very good very impressive and like you said you could you could pretty much maybe base a film on this mm-hmm. uh, uh, oh you know a little side rant, mate. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what the point of this is. To just get the creative juices at Lucasfilm going. Who knows? They got they got new trilogies going, they got new projects going. You know, they need the and now's the time for inspiration, you know. Yeah. So if they anyway. pulled this out of the bag, I mean like like the idea of your lightsaber changing colour based on your mood. I know in canon you can bleed them, but the idea that when Kara has the saber, it's it's clear. But the more she fights, and the more she becomes one with the force—not in tune, sorry, the force—it gets greener and greener and greener. And as soon as those Jedi turn their blades on, and they immediately go red because they're acolytes of the Sith, and it's like mad, man. This is this. I am in. There's so many cool ideas that they could use. And again, set it far enough in the distance, you could pretty much plop this almost straight in and be like, yeah, these characters all count now. And I yes. know, you know, you know, you know me, I always gone about canon, but at some point they're going to have to go past Tross. And if they said it so far in the future that it doesn't impact the stories that have come before like this, mate, I'd, I'd be all for that. So I think yes. you're right. This has the best, uh, probably the best story that one actually felt like it was like, cinematic in scope. Right. That, that, that's another word I wrote down. Very cinematic. Yes. So I, I would love to see our notes side by side, see how similar <laughs> yeah, they are. I know, yeah. I know, I've already noticed there's a lot of similar things. Yep. Should, we, should we go to the sixth episode yep. now? Let's hit it, dude. Okay, so T0B1, or Toby, uh, yep. episode six. Yep. I thought this was adorable. It mm-hmm. was cute. I loved the imagination sequence. I think this had a lot of heart. Again, I'm not sure if this is going to be a fan favorite with everyone, but I really like this. I loved seeing the T-16 Skyhopper because (laughs) my brother and I had one of those growing up, a power of the force one. That's dope. And we still have it. We found it from, uh, from our loft. Um, I loved that there were again a nice like little nod to other ships in Star Wars. There was the like carrier TIE fighter mm-hmm. thing from Rogue One. Oh, you know, the big oh, chunky yeah. bad boys, right? Um, you know, I'd know that. Burnt will know that. He'll yes, know the name of that Burnt, because of the X Wing. Yeah, let us know, mate. Um, yeah, the I the quote I am one with the force. <sighs> Dope. Again, the music mm-hmm. was on another level on this episode. I liked this episode. It had a lot of heart. 
it had mm-hmm. a lot of heart. Um, I enjoyed it. And again, it was a different premise, a Jedi kind of an older Jedi who was obviously hiding post order 66. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe some of his imagination, his programming is in this droid, right? So yeah, it's yeah. almost like a younger form of himself. Yeah. And this, you know, this so, boy wants to be a Jedi, this droid, cybernetic, he wants to be a Jedi, doesn't he? He dreams yes. of it. Yes. And the Jedi was armless as well. Yes, he was. And um, I'm, I'm not being a Brit there and like being really soft on the H. He's armless, isn't he? Armless. No, like, no armless. He was. Like, yeah, and it no, turns no, out armless. Toby becomes armless at the end as well. So in true Star Wars fashion, they lose a limb. But, yeah, um, poetic. It was. Yeah, the visual. I've put really, really cool visuals when Toby's dreaming of become, of being a Jedi. The visuals are boss. Yes. Um, yeah, I wasn't immediately sold on this one. But mm. in, in, in mm. hindsight, retrospect... Um, I, I, I do think it was a decent episode. Those who know have said it is very much like something called Astro Boy from 2010, which yes, I haven't seen. It's very right. That's another thing I wrote down. It's very Astro Boy because I grew there up. We go. I grew up watching Astro Boy, and I so love seeing it. So I can't. I didn't. So when I'm watching it, I had I I, I wasn't watching it like, oh, this is taking influence from that. Sweet. I was just like, it's cool. It's cool. Um, I liked the idea though that he's like sending out a call to the Jedi as a bit of a bit of a gag, and an Inquisitor picks it up, and it ends up getting Professor Mitaka killed, his mentor. There was that Pinocchio vibe as well, um, which yes, was very obvious. But, um, they, they say that in the behind the scenes as well. They yeah. go, "Yeah, this is like a Pinocchio story." Yeah, they, it's you know, the first so. thing I thought was he can't I can't help it. Yes. The way, just the visuals, but it, and he gets knighted as well, like like in Jedi Fallen Order. Um, uh, Mitaka, like who's in the who's one with the Force, he he knights toby like um seer does cal in jedi fallen order and that's like, that, from that's and cool. that's from clone wars i think At clone wars and see i yeah. remember it from fallen order it's done better there fine right. everyone um but no i thought it was just science <laughs> saru they did two episodes and i thought this was uh i thought this one was all right i thought it was pretty good mm. yeah okay well we'll 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 crack on because yes. i feel like we again we're going into spoiler territory of like rankings and stuff which i've oh, already done at the oh, start oh, there we go. all right let's move on into number seven which was the elder from oh. uh trigger from the studio trigger the elder um this guy's got a uh, he's got a padawan called dan which i thought was hilarious it's dan yeah so isn't that funny good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so uh, yeah. Oh, yeah yes i can just imagine him saying that but um i thought this one again the master senses an ancient sinister feeling and there's a, a lone elder in the mountain and it's this felt very this felt very much like a kurosawa like in a very eastern influenced um story um for for me, of uh, oh, there, there was there was there was so many in there like trust, revenge, um, the jewel, the jewels within it as well. There, there's there's an awful lot in here uh, too. Like the master looked an awful lot like Qui Gon Jinn in the rain as well, and um, like the some of the words like "Do not forget your training uh, and your kindness." So he's getting some wisdom of like, age and yes. power in there. He talked about the different types of forces, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. Which is very Qui Gon. Lots of Jedi Jedi chat. Um, but yeah, I thought this one was, uh, pretty good again, pretty, very spiritual in tone. I thought this one was, I thought it was all right as well. I adored this one. I absolutely adored it. Um, yeah, I love that. The, I love the Padawan's attitude. Again, I feel like this is another one that could be a scene from a film as opposed to a whole film, but there's just something about this one that I absolutely loved. I, 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 I actually wrote down, this is tense <laughs> because I felt like it just had a gradual climb, right? Like it just started off very calm. They were just sitting there talking, lots of still imagery, 
and it was very calm. There were kids and then like the Padawan was winking at the kids. And then before you know, it just escalates, 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 escalates. And it ends in just this dramatic duel that feel that felt well earned. Mm-hmm. I think it felt well earned. Um, and that was probably maybe my favorite lightsaber fight in this mm-hmm. out of all of them. That was probably my favorite lightsaber fight. So there we go. The, the, take that to the bank. <laughs> take it to the bank. Uh, they, did the, the they did the Star Wars cop out though. I was like, oh man, the elders just absolutely murked Dan, but didn't. I was like, yeah, oh, I, no, I, I wish was, they did that. I, yeah, I was kind of like, because they're not afraid to do that in Japanese stories. No. Do you know what I mean? And actually, I showed this on Friday night to Callum. That was when I watched, rewatched it in English. Um, Callum and another friend came around and I was like, oh, have you seen Visions? I showed them this episode and, um, we, we watched in English and man, they said, oh, wow. Yeah. That's so Japanese. They've killed off the guy. And then it, like, I'm yep. sitting there thinking, well, he's actually going to be alive in a second. Oh, I know. I, they I, see that and they go, oh, typical. Oh, like, like, that typical. was the bit that one of the bit disappointed to me, not because I love death and destruction, but I was like, you know what? It's just, it stakes in it. But I was like, like, stakes, like said, that feels so, like, that just feels like the studio staying true to what they do. And it, it felt like to me, it also felt like a bit of a shock. I was like, damn, you know, the inexperienced Padawan's gone up there and he just got it handed to him. He's gone. Salt. Pepper, medium rare, steaks. Aromats, steak knife, fork, dinner. That's, yes. that's what I had. Yeah. He ate him for dinner, but then he came back again. I was like, ah, that's a bit yeah. long. But um, yeah, I enjoyed the episode, mate. So uh, okay. we've got two more to bash through. Right. Two more, two, mate. Two more to bash through. So what's episode eight? eight, Lop and Ocho. Um, mate, mate. Go on. This hit different. Oh, did it? Which way? <laughs> This hit different for me. I love this episode. Yeah. I think it's gorgeous. I mm-hmm. think it's beautiful. It's very uh, Princess Mononoke mm-hmm. in the way that the anything imperial was oppressive and industrial. Yeah. Anything native was way more tranquil, mm-hmm. very pretty, at one with nature. There was a lot of use of imagery here, a lot of use of imagery. Family, you know, not being bound by blood. Yeah. Ray Skywalker, come mm-hmm. on. How is coming come full circle, on. bro? Questioning the Empire, you know, being like, do you know what? Not sure about this Empire. Like, and then and then seeing the point point of view of someone who's like, no, the Empire's bring prosperity. They believe in it. It's like Hux in the in the Force Awakens. They believe in the Imperium yeah. in the First Order. They're like, no, this is the way. This is the only way. This is it. Like the Jedi without right, that's rubbish. It's it's anarchy. It's chaos. To see the different opinions, it was it was mad. It was mad. And I feel I feel personally, this is the episode that could be a film. Mm-hmm. This is yep. the episode that could be a film. It felt for, cinematic in. For me. I loved it. I loved the rabbit girl. I loved, <laughs> I don't even know their Lop. names, Matt. Lop. I don't even know their names. And I'm, but I'm going to rewatch it. I've, I've, I'm, 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 mate, I'm going to rewatch this a lot. So that's my, that's my initial thoughts. What about you? Naughty boy. This is from Gino Studio. And it started off like a Clone Wars episode. You've got a female narrating what's happening. I was like, oh, wow. They've been watching their animation. Yeah. Um, the, the governor says, Dank Farrick. Yes. I was like, cool. Even in, um, even in uh, the original audio, <laughs> he still says, Dank Farrick. Um, no, I like, the, I like the intro. 
where Ocha uh, invites Lop into their family because she's escaped from the Imperials, and then it has like a seven year time jump, and that's when it and that's when it changes. You know, um, things start to change. Ocho makes a deal with the Empire. She cuts the ponytail off for a family right. of ponytail. Ocho's the Imperial one. Yes, she is, yes. Right. And then, you know, Lop, who hasn't been looked down on as favourably by the father, then has to take up the mantle, you know, of the family. Uh, she gets the weapon passed down, which has been passed down through generations. The father kind of, he, he apologises for not being there as much. And we have a great fight at the end between Lop and Ocho. Um, Ocho destroys TD, the droid, and then Lop strikes her with the saber, but this time she doesn't. T- if I remember, anyway, she you know we don't. Lop doesn't come back to the light side. She just gets in her ship and goes away. I loved that, and it ends with TD playing that hollow of them saying, oh, "In no time, we'll be a real family." Love it. Tragic, uplifting, it. which whichever way you want to see it. But I like the fact that in this one they didn't just have Ocho. I know I'm butchering the name there, but Ocho. I know I like the fact she didn't just be like, okay, you've struck me. Now I'm a goodie again. As I know, she generally believes in the empire and the Imperium. And that's going to be yeah, best she's for the off, mate. planet she's of hell. She's gone, mate. So, um, yeah, again, lots of cool stuff in this one. Lots to enjoy. Lots of good action. Lots of good emotional beats as well with the family aspects and the kind of warring siblings or step siblings, whatever you want to call them. Um, yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy this, this one as well, mate. This felt like the most legitimately family orientated episode for me. Oh yeah. This felt very authentically family and family is at the core of star Wars. That's how, that's when you know it's good star Wars. You know, it's not just about the fights and duels and whatnot. It's not just about that. No, it's not. And no, it's so family, but it, different bits of Star Wars appeal to different people. Right. So yeah, there we go, mate. So I suppose there's one left. There's one more, number nine from Science Saru, their second episode, and it's Akakiri. And um, this one I found to be quite odd, straight up. Um, it's, you know, you've got this guy called um, Subaki. He's, he's a Jedi. He's just absolutely bracking these warriors. Um, Masago is a Sith Lord. Um, and Subaki goes back to his old flame lady Misa and wants her help to take down the Sith Lord. Um, they get to the uh, they get to the planet where this Sith Lord is. Um, Subaki start you know he's having he's plagued by visions <laughs> in his head. He's got like it's oh. you know he's getting these really bad headaches. Um, Masago fights, but uh, sorry he fights the Sith Lord, and in the end she she's the one planting the visions in his head. He goes wild, kills everyone, including Misa. Then he just bows down to Masago to bring her back and just walks off it's like the it was like the story of anakin skywalker all over again but in a slightly refracted angle but um i I like the art style of this one i think i like the art style for all of them Uh, i like the art style for this one but it kind of ended very abruptly and i don't think this was the strongest episode to end on i thought it was fine but i don't think it was the strongest episode they could have ended on yeah, one of my favourite, mate, straight up. Um, one of my favourite. I weren't a big fan of the art style. I know that's disrespectful for something that takes so much time and effort. Disgust um, me. It, it weren't for me. It weren't mm-hmm. for me. I didn't particularly gravitate toward it, personally speaking. I loved the B-Wing. Yeah. There was a B-Wing <laughs> yeah. at the start. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's pretty dope. Um, look, I thought the plot was a bit messy. I liked the use of colour. So as, um, because the guy basically ends up going to the, the, the Jedi guy ends up going to the dark side, right? Yeah. And as the episode goes on, the episode gets more red, 
right? So yes, yes. So there's that. I thought that was cool. But once again, I like that's that's all well and good. But if I'm not, it felt like we were. And again, I I wrote this down. It was like we were just thrown into the middle of a story, and then a few things were left out. Right. Mm, so yeah. again, it's a hard one. This one for me. No, this one for me. There's stuff in to- there. There's stuff in there that's cool, but this one for me, mate. No. Yeah, I'd have liked it if they'd switch this round with the elder. So have the elder be the end, be the final one. So we end on that kind of like uh, seed of Jedi wisdom and spirituality. Yes. Um, and again, it's horses for courses. I don't know why this was last. Well, I don't this will be somebody's favourite. So that's there's that as well. So we have to. Well, I have to look at it from that sense. That whilst mm. I would have preferred a different ending, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who this was their favourite and probably think it's a great way to end, but wasn't for me this one it wasn't the way i would have ended it but um on the whole though mate it's well i think now that we've got got all out of the way it seems like we are pretty positive on pretty much all of them but we do have a hierarchy we do have favorites and ones we uh prefer to others yeah yeah definitely do you what what is your favorite mr hudson my fav of all of them and uh it was from the from from the first one i saw it's the one you didn't like it's the village bride mate this one i thought was just Stunning. I thought yeah. the music, the art style, the idea of using a verse to like, unlock a planet's memories and just, just everything about it, man. It's like this, again, this fever dream ethereal feeling to it. I thought it started well, had a great middle and had a really good ending, mate. So uh, Kinemar Citrus and the Village Bride gets Jabba the Hud's seal of approval. Um, but I did like, you know, a lot of the other ones. I really did like the Ninth Jedi. I really did like... Um, the, the Tatooine Rhapsody as well, but uh, the Village Bride was my one, mate. What's yours? Right, guess. Um, uh, certainly in the last one. Um, no. I think your favourite <laughs> one was oh, it's, it's either going to be the Elder Lop and Ocho, yeah, or one of those two. It's going to yeah. be uh, yeah, the Elder. Right. No, it's Lop and Ocho. Oh man, oh, see, I wouldn't have guessed that beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, it's Lop and Ocho. I had you down as not liking them beforehand. You know, I thought I actually, uh, I actually wrote. Did you really? You I thought I was watching. I was like, I wonder. If, I don't know if Ren's going to enjoy this one or not. But uh, how wrong was I? No, this was my favourite, and I actually, I actually wrote down in my pad. I think this was my fav, fav, um, fav. Oh, fav. Oh, 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 John, hook us up, mate. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this was my favorite, mate. There was just something about it. Like sometimes, like you need a bit more time to digest this stuff to really know why you love something. But you don't always need to know like the maths, the science, the specifics to know you love something, yeah, right? You just, just hits, like doesn't it. It just hits different, and that was the difference between something like the the the, the village bride mm-hmm. and for me and for Lop, right? Yep. Because it just hit different. It was like, no, this could, I, I, if I wanted one of these to be made into the film, it wouldn't be the jewel. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be the village bride. It wouldn't be Toby. It would be Lopinocho. I would love to see that as a story, maybe even the start of a trilogy. It would be mad. It'd be mad. I absolutely adored episode eight. Cheeky shout out to the elder. I did really like the elder. Um, and probably maybe the ninth jedi, jedi and toby yep. um my least favorite was akakiri yep i think i'd go with that as well mate i think yeah. kind of 
it didn't end on a bum note necessarily, but he wasn't the strongest note. Akakiri um, was definitely toward the bottom. A lot of people rate the duel. I'll tell you right now, that's probably in bang in the middle for well, me. I was, was going to say, mate, it's interesting that the, the choices we went with, because a lot of what we're seeing, what we're going to hear shortly when we have a little drinky poos, is uh, aren't the ones we picked. Do you know what I mean? Right. They, they, I'm sure they pop up, but a lot of people just on Twitter and Instagram um i don't, I just ignore facebook because the comments there aren't even worth reading man um uh they, they they're going for two of you know there's two they're picking and one hour uh, post no or just in general just in general oh no 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 i just meant in face on face if anyone who the people who comment on the star wars post on on facebook damn if they can string a sentence together or words it's uh, it's yeah, it's are you talking about generally You're just about generally, generally. Okay. on the star wars post it's embarrassing <laughs> to see grown adults just going off like that go outside and get some air um but yeah there's two episodes what? which seem to be getting people excited uh, and it's not the two that we've picked so i'm actually quite pleased no. it's quite refreshing that we've gone for um two different ones and again we didn't talk about this beforehand so uh yes oh, yeah we did i don't think we said that did we no no it just no. came about we, we just came we, about yeah. we did we we consciously did not speak to each other or talk to each other about anything visions apart from i got a message saying like i've watched all of them from matt and then he got one from me on a uh, sunday i think yep, it was so or saturday and watched them all now so yeah i think um it. final thoughts and mate i think visions was a from something which i wasn't necessarily pumped for i think it was a massive success overall Yes, I agree, mate. I agree. And it's a fresh, fresh 10 out of 10 step for Star Wars. This is Guy Henry, known for playing Grand Moff Tarkin in Rogue One, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Right, that was a in-depth dive into Star Wars vision. So... I'm glad we've parked the Essex Falcon outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. Luke, shall we? Let's do it. Yes. Each week, for those new and old to the show, we sit down here in the Bantina with you lot, the greatest listeners in the galaxy, and we have a couple of Kef beers and get your thoughts on our main discussion. So this week, we asked for your opinions and favourite episodes of Star Wars Visions. Yes, and to kick us off is the Chosen One podcast who said, I've watched episodes one to five so far. Definitely a mixed bag. I love the callback to the Akira Kurosawa early work in episode mm-hmm. one, but the story of episode five has been the most gripping for me. It's the so Ninth far. Jedi. It had the stakes. Yes. So, <laughs> Aramat. Knife, folk, <laughs> we love it. Uh, Lord Abloth. A- Abloth? Abloth from Abeloth. Legends. Oh, right. I was wondering if it was a Star Wars name. I have seen this name before. Very OP. Really? Okay. <laughs> yes. Lord Abe said, <laughs> yes. it's a tie between the village bride yeah. and the ninth Jedi. I'd choose Jedi because oh. I love the potential. <laughs> Interested to see the lore that can possibly exist between the events post Tross and pre uh, the new... The ninth Jedi. Jedi. The ninth Jedi. Right. Okay. Yeah. Already putting the abbreviations in. We really are Star Wars Glad to see the village bride getting some love. Lord, I love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. uh, Well, like you said, Matty Boy, village bride. Uh, James (laughs) said, watch the first three 
whole lot of meh. Just a and whole lot of meh. What James is that? Uh, James on Twitter. James on Twitter. Whole lot of meh. Yeah, not for James. Fair enough. Andreas Blom sent us this cheeky message. Let's hear it. Hello there, Matt, Luke, and all fellow sessionists. So I just finished my first watch-through of Star Wars Visions, and my overall impression was good. There are definitely some stories that I like better than others, and certainly some art styles that I prefer over over others. My biggest realization watching Visions was how much of Western culture I take for granted in Star Wars. Why was it weird to predominantly see Japanese-looking buildings and Asian clothing in Star Wars? Because I'm so used to the more Western look, the more Western storytelling. So overall, a fun and action-filled ride which tickled the imagination in new ways. Good job. Good job. Good job. Um, Do you know what? I really liked this take. I really, really liked Andreas's take. First of all, did Andreas say sessionists? Uh, he or might ses- have done. Which I kind of love because I know we say sessioners, but sessionists, separatists, I like that. Ooh, I really, I like, really I like, like Andreas's beard. Yes, he is. Well, he's a uh, session sickhead, isn't he? So yeah, of course. He's going to have a good beard. Um, right. Do you know what, mate? A lot of people have been saying oh, about like, oh, I think... People be complaining, complaining about uh, and this and like oh it's so over the top. Blah, 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 blah. Now uh, we know there is such a rich culture from Japan, uh, cinematically, but just historically in general. Um, it's a very culturally rich country and culture. Mm-hmm. So um, naturally, naturally, there's going to be so many wonderful stories that come from it. And a lot of uh, those stories and, and, and the culture in general inspired Star Wars. But it's true that Star Wars is also very, very, very Western too, yeah. right? I wanted to actually add earlier, you know, in, um, what was it? Um, the Elder, yep. the lad is called Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny they went for that name? They probably went for that name because in Star Wars, they do use a very, like some, not always, but some yeah. very common Western or biblical mm-hmm. names, right? Luke, yeah. uh, Ben, right, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if the studio went, right, let's think of a really like random Anglican name. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, what's Dan? <laughs> What's like the most white people name we can think of or something yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and I was like, that's that's super. I, I thought that was interesting. Um, but no, it's certainly true. It's the blend. That's where I think the magic comes from in Star Wars. It has the ability to take from all these different stories and cultures and whatnot and make it into a lovely mythical uh, world, right? So great, great voicemail there, Andreas. Yes, nice one. And I have also seen people saying Visions is uh, has too many Japanese influences for Star Wars, and to that I just bang my head against the wall. Oh, they don't. What, what do you have think? Have you it ever is? seen a? No, it's not even that. But have you ever seen a Star Wars? Have you ever seen what George Lucas based Star Wars from? It's all over. Certainly, a New Hope as well. Japanese influences everywhere across Star Wars. Obviously, still is now because they're retaining things like the lightsaber, the Jedi in, in themselves. The right, yeah, just is so much about even it. even influence um, from it. If Queen Amidala's dress, just is Queen Amidala like, herself, exactly, mate. Right. So um, yeah, and even yeah, the makeup and people yeah. will moan about anything and just 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 stop it. Um, so moving people on. do right. People do just moan. 
Like some people just like love to moan for the sake of moaning. And you kind of just have to like, let, like, let them do their thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, all, all right, fair enough. You do you. I don't know. Let's just leave, Let's just leave them to it. Otherwise, this episode is going to be bumper again. Um, yeah. <laughs> so moving on, George Constantino. George Constantino. Yeah. He said, uh, the Barbecue King said, only watched episodes one to six so far. I'd love to see an animated series about the band from Tatooine Rhapsody. <laughs> Georgie boy. He gets Ooh. it. Um, Hover Droid chose the Ninth Jedi and T0B1 as his favourites. Obi-Juan Kenobi1313 said, the Ninth Jedi for sure. Still got the last few to watch, but this one left me wanting more and wanted to see them carry on finding the father. Oh, yeah. Also love the whole idea between behind sorry lightsabers being a myth almost. Ashton Hartigan said, I like the very first one, the duel, and the seventh one, the elder. They felt the most Star Warsy to me. I also love the art style of the first. It was so cool. Uh, and we received this moist voice message huh, from Sessions Debutantes, Amy. Here we are. Hey, it's uh, Amy Pelio from Instagram. So my, uh, my thoughts and visions, really, really great series. Really loved it. Um, to me, it was that perfect example of what Star Wars represents for me personally. The battle between light and dark. You know, it's, it's new Star Wars content as well, which is always great to get. Um, if I had to pick a favourite episode, I'd probably say it'd be the duel. I'd love seeing Ronan. Um, yeah, so that's my thoughts on visions that's it thank you Amy so much just disclaimer she doesn't mean Ronan Keating from Boyzone <laughs> means Ronan, but no, yeah she's spot on there there's an awful lot of kind of good versus bad light versus dark in these episodes is Star Wars that's what it that's what it boils down to at the end of the day so Amy thank you very much for your first ever contribution to the band Cena and we did get an awful lot of um, other messages and people's mm. favourites. On Twitter, we dropped a poll. 52.6% of you rated Visions as 4 out of 4. Um, and then it went down, you know, 28, 3 out of 3. So the most majority, three quarters of people out there who voted were big fans of Visions. Lots of love for specifically the Knife Jedi and the Duel. But other, other episodes did get some love as well. So if we didn't get you on this week's edition of the Bantina, please do continue to uh, drop your comments or voice messages to our socials or email and we'll do everything we can to get you on an upcoming edition of The Bantina. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast. That's right. It's the <laughs> spiciest part of the bit about Bantinos, the Patreon question section. Matty Boy, are you ready for the absolute filth that is the Patreon questions this week? Hit me. Right. Okay. Scotty Boy Fisher yes. is coming in hot with this question, Matty Boy. He says, Essex Scott here, lads. So my September question is simply this. What do you find to be the best slash coolest Easter egg and or background detail in any of the Star Wars films? Mine personally are the clone trooper and battle droids having a boxing match during the Battle of Utapau, <laughs> as well as Kitchen Sink being visible during the Space Battle of Coruscant as a little nod to saying everything but the kitchen sink indicating that George put as much possible into that battle sequence 
Fantastic, Scotty boy. Great, great picks there. Matty boy, what are you saying about that question, mate? Yes, nice one. Local boy, huh? Um, I was just thinking, oh my God, I left my notes in the other room, but I remember now, one of my favourite background details comes from The Last Jedi, and it's the first time we see the porks, and you get that little podgy one, um, you know, calling out into the world, just doing his pork cry. But in the background, you get to see another little podgy one sort of land and then waddle over to his pork mate and start cuddling it. And I'm thinking, yes. that is lovely. Like cuddling yes. porkies in the background. Um, otherwise, mine is this is this is this is basic. But otherwise, mine is just Rogue One <laughs> in general. Like Red Leader, Gold Leader, uh, Chopper, the Ghost. You know, the first time we really saw anything from animation kind of pulled into live action in a real kind of way. Um, yeah, Captain uh, Captain Sindula, General Sindula, sorry, over the uh, intercom. So um, there there are plenty of others like anything from the cantina or, or maz's castle just the stuff going on in the background yes maz's castle that's yep. it got it boy mentioned one as well just like whatever happens in revenge of the sith in the background of the battles there's something going on like these these uh the ai have got their mind of their own and there's some really fun moments but uh for my for me it's cuddling porks and the the rebel shout outs in rogue one but what about you mate Oh, it's a great question. Uh, great shouts. I had the Mando flag on Maz's castle as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very small, very little. But since you mentioned that, I'll start with that. Uh, my main one is seeing the ETs in The Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In canon. Coruscant. Yeah, that's canon, guys. In, in, in Coruscant, in the Senate, <laughs> Senate. there is the ets if you don't know what i'm talking about just google it et the phantom menace there is the race of ets like i, I can't make it more clear like it is it's just filth and it's one of those things that i love to point out to people that are like casual star wars fans and they're they're like their jaws drop they actually go what <laughs> yeah. they, they just don't get it and i i love it so that's probably the one i'm gonna go for scotty boy nice one well scotty boy's already given us his answers so i don't need to ask for scots but i am going to ask for all of yours what do you guys think what's your favorite uh, little easter egg or background detail in any of the star wars films or tv series uh, let us know see if you agree with us or if you, or there's so many you know enlighten us with your choices so scott thank you so much for that mate and hope you keep keeping well uh, the next one comes from jonah he says hey guys i've been thinking about this one for a while if you could pick an animated fight scene clone wars rebels etc and have a live action rendition of it which scene would you choose to come into live action personally for jonah it has to be obi-wan versus maul on tatooine although i really wanted to say captain fordo and his squad versus general grievous can't wait to hear what you guys have to say great question uh, lukey boy animated battle uh, sorry animated fight scene live action right. what you're picking right okay this is really sad, unfortunately, but Jonah, I am going to have to 100% agree with you because I was talking about this the other day. I mentioned earlier I had Callum and another friend called Rick round. I showed them the Obi-Wan versus Maul fight on Tatooine um, from Rebels. I think it's absolutely brilliant. I think it's so good. It is so good. So it's, good. It's like one of my it's it's one of my all time favourites in mm-hmm. all of Star it's Wars. It's an all timer. Yeah, it is an it is an all timer. I really love seeing Maul go ham though in Clone Wars season seven. Like the yeah. cor- he has a corridor scene. I really oh. like that. 
Um, other than that, I think maybe Palpatine versus Maul and his brother. Remind me of his Savage. name. Savage. Savage. Thank you. I, I always want to say Asajj, but I know that's Asajj Ventress. Is it Savage so, Opress? Yeah, Savage Opress. That might be pretty cool. I, I, I'll be honest, though, Jonah, I think you've named the best one. It is, it is comfortably the best one in my books. Like, comfortably. I don't think much else compares. Certainly not flipping helicopter sabers. Put it you that don't way. fancy helicopter sabers again? No. Oh, my days. Can you imagine? I would go mental. Yeah. I would actually lose it, mate. I'd lose it. Um, there we go, Matty Boy. What, what are you saying, mate? Um, I, I like the sound of um, Ahsoka versus Vader from the Twilight of the Apprentice episode, I think it was. Um, I'd love to see that in... Um, in live action i think that would be fantastic um otherwise pong krell versus the squad of clones from the clone wars uh, i'd like that but uh, as terms of like one and more uh no i don't want to see that live action somebody on twitter do called akiro put it up he actually asked a question he said would you like to see obi-wan and maul's final confrontation remade for the kenobi series and i responded uh, from my um what i watched tonight account no full stop doesn't need to be and i'm not disagreeing if you were saying you or jonah are wrong but doesn't need to be that was done so artfully and so beautifully in, in animation it, it, it doesn't need to be redone i, uh, it, I it's there and i've I put on the message as well to a reply as well that it's literally out there for people and it's their loss if they don't if they don't want to watch animation that's their problem You're, they're the ones missing out it shouldn't need to be remade because people can't be bothered to go or can't be bothered to sit down and watch a, a animated episode or seek it out it's literally there it doesn't need to be remade because what do they remake it and it's naff and it loses what makes it so that's beautiful that's so true that's so true so it's not to say you guys are wrong one, you've done one of those things where you've changed my mind <laughs> you've you've done one of those things where you've changed you're my mind man. yeah i i th- I, th- I do you know what i think you're right i think you're right I mean, that just stands everyone's to opinion me, is valid of course no 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 i think i think you've i think it's a good point I think it's one of those things that it almost just feels like it's a shame it's animated. But then again, it's that's that's the strength of it, I suppose. So mm-hmm. that should be celebrated, maybe. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's held up and loved already, and it is animated. So for True. me, it's out there. True. But you know, if they want to do it, fine. But I don't think they can do it any better, personally. So uh, that's what I think, mate. Uh, we've got one more. Yes, absolutely, and it's an audio question from the King of Wales. Let's hear it hey guys i'm standing on top of a welsh mountain overlooking it a bit like luke skywalker at the end of the force awakens my patreon question is does nostalgia outweigh criticism usually when somebody's grown up with something they can overlook the criticisms but when something's new they criticize it to hell i look forward to your answers catch me online at one quarter portion and remember Palpatine loves a good Star Wars session. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was a bit, no. I was a bit, I was a bit premature. That I was like, don't oh, worry about that, my friend. Palpatine loves a good Star Wars session. Matty <laughs> <laughs> um, boy, what are you saying? It's a brilliant question. It is. Um, Lukey boy was up here. Here's my Welsh. He recorded this from the top of mine. He'd get a wastad big old mountain up in wales it's not that's not how you pronounce it i apologize to our welsh listeners does nostalgia eight way criticism in a million years in a million planets in a million languages yes 
simple yeah. simple as people are much kinder why for me it's because you, you don't watch them with a critical eye when you're a kid like return all of the the originals in star wars terms are littered with flaws and issues but when you're a kid you don't watch that when i'm older and i watch let's say uh, a prequel film or tross or something you know my, my you know the magic is still there but you know i'm out i'm more cynical you just jaded as a person you see you notice when something is it doesn't quite fit into place or or, or, or doesn't feel right yes that's, to me that's what and that's the that goes of any film i still watch films now um that when i was a kid i was like you know and i watched something like ghostbusters and i see that, that that's a perfect film but i think yeah some of that you know some of those dogs look a bit dodge but as a kid they scared the living daylights out of me and right. it, so therefore i'm, I'm not going to sit here now and say it's bad because it, 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 yeah, i didn't think that as a kid so I think people are kind, and it's bad, and, and I'll be the first to admit it, and, it, and that's what I do is I talk about film, but I'll be the first to admit it is bad. But um, as long as you can, as, as long as you're given criticism for a good reason, you're not just saying, for example, let's talk, for example, Tross, Palpatine. You know, wh- wh- why I didn't like him in it? Didn't like it. Why not? Didn't like it. Didn't work. Well, that's, that's not a criticism, that's just a poorly executed opinion oh sorry oh oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh didn't oh. even mean that one did you <laughs> no i didn't you, you didn't drink, even drink. mean that one there you go <laughs> hmm. yeah. so that's oh, just somebody just throwing stuff out there to you know just because i haven't got anything better to say so as long as you can back it up with a valid criticism it doesn't have to be lord uh, love and peace but you've got to give it you've got to give it some thought rather than saying oh, i didn't like it yeah but what about when i did in that film as a kid yeah it's good then no no you've got to be able to quantify it somehow so i think yes. you're completely right lukey born we're all guilty of it uh luke bly matt hudson summer we're all guilty of of it but as long as there's something behind them mate then i don't have an issue with it but i'm not going to sit here and say it never happens yes absolutely mate absolutely i the answer once again is yes lukey boy um i think children just to expand on matt's point because i pretty much uh, agree with him word word to word so i think children and and kids look at the world differently right they are way more optimistic generally mm-hmm. and they look at things just <laughs> in a different light they're just usually a happier sort of folk um it's actually quite wise sometimes trying to look at the world from a child's perspective it's really wise and it can be really nice um and i think people probably should do it a little more often um so yeah unfortunately just adulthood and what comes of age sometimes just clouds how we enjoy things and how Mm -hmm. we look at things so nostalgia is definitely part of that right and the irony here is that it goes both ways because when you're a kid you look at things uh like through rose tinted glasses you're going to love something you're going to fall in love with something more easy aren't you the prequel trilogy i love the prequels i love the prequel trilogy i can watch them now as an adult and be like that's weird that's dumb (laughs) that's stupid that looks rubbish that's naff yeah i love them and they're the reason i'm sitting here right now answering your question lukey boy yeah they're the reason the prequels and i love the prequels doesn't mean they're perfect nope. and you can say the same right as as a, a, it, the same thing happened with the original trilogy folk who didn't like the prequels say so sometimes it's about trying to be uh, trying to trying to have a balance right and i think that's what matty boy and i strive to do we tr- we strive to try and be conscious of ourselves try to be you know the 
yes, we have opinions. Yes, we have biases. Now, let's try and lean away from that and see what 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 lies un, uh, like underneath over here, uh, under yeah. these feelings. You We're know, always keeping it real, though. Always keeping honest to our own opinion. So, right. Right. We're all we're always honest and we always go with feeling because at the end of the day that's what it's all about, right? Yeah, feeling of course. Uh, but, yeah. al- but also people's people's minds change and people mm-hmm. don't do that enough. Yep. People don't do that enough. They go, Oh, I don't like it. Have you and tried it, it again? Have you done this? Have you tried like even with food, yeah? Have you tried it from a different place? Have you tried it from someone who knows what they're doing? Have you tried yeah. my mum's recipe? God, dude. <laughs> all, all that stuff we didn't like as a kid. Imagine if we didn't go back and revisit it now. Right. Imagine if you were a kid. Because if you were a kid and you were still just eating the stuff you'd eat as a kid, you'd only be eating rubbish now, right? <laughs> Chicken nuggets, you chips and beans. <laughs> you wouldn't try new foods. You wouldn't no. try new cuisines. You wouldn't be trying new things. That's part of it, too. As you get older, you're more exposed to this plethora of entertainment and, and taste. So it's more diverse, you're not limited to just Star Wars and other things. You're not limited to just things. That plays a part too. I think there's so many variables, Lukey boy. It's a deep psychology question, I'll be honest. When we, if you're going to answer it properly. Um, but it, I think really the core of the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The core of the answer is give us a couple of beers and we'll go proper in depth yeah. in that conversation. Yeah, but no, you're we can, right. We can do a whole spin-off about it a whole extra yeah, yeah. Patreon. Patreon spin-off that's it yeah, yeah. Um, it's a great so question though it's it a great is a question great, and, it is and a lot true. of people don't one. they don't take they maybe leave their child at home when they go and see new Star Wars stuff whereas they should be taking them right their don't inner child at home <laughs> yeah. Yeah. they're in a not that yeah. actual child like, yeah. they just yeah, leave sorry, them to no fend for themselves yeah. Yeah. no you're right mate. it's a good question Lukey boy and hey, look, we're all guilty of it but we're open-minded there's so I've, I've watched so many things in the recent years which i didn't like and then watch them again and like what was i thinking this is this is a masterpiece so i'm hoping to come around right. for a few other things as well mate so right. um summerfield you're a naughty boy jonah you're a naughty boy scott you're a naughty boy everyone thank you for listening to this week's edition of the ban tina farman sorry about the mess there but we are going to be back again this time next week for another stint in the ban tina It's the Star Wars Sessions Game! Yes, you heard your music. It's time for the game! I wasn't going to let that go sliding away this (laughs) week. Um, Loki boy, do you want to know what you're playing? Yes, of course I do, Matt, you filth bag. Well, you can choose. Basically, any time you want, you've just got to say the word stop. Stop. Oh, you naughty boy. Oh, this isn't too bad. It's, I've got the, the the quiz book out here. Oh, um, no. No, no, you've stopped. You've stopped on Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. Easy questions. Okay. So I'm going to give you, I'll give you like five questions from this. But these, and these, some of these are actually incredibly easy. So I may not pick like one of them as a spoiler. Who's the fish faced admiral of the rebel fleet? Probably won't oh. pick that one. Yeah. Okay. All right. right. Fair enough. So, first question, then, mate. Uh, yes. DJ, slam that play button. Um, 
let's go for uh, this one. Okay, so, you know, let's go. Let's go for the an obvious one. Hopefully, uh, who directed okay. the movie? Richard Marquand. One for one. This could be a hundred percent here. This could be. Come on, Luke Blywalker. Yes, right. When Vader's mask comes off, what's the yep. name of the actor playing Anakin Skywalker? Sebastian Shaw. Yes, I was waiting for you to say Stan. Then I know I had to like check myself. I was like, hang on, what? That was is like it, is me it, on the know. BBC when we when we spoke for Dave Prowse and I, I, they meant we meant I, had, I, I mentioned Sebastian Shaw and I've uh, I, I can see the fear in my eyes as I'm very quickly trying to make sure I say the right name. Um, yeah. Hello there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh. The uh, the next one. What must be disabled on Endor before an aerial assault on the Death Star can commence? What must be? What, say that what again. Must, what must be disabled on Endor before an aerial assault on the Death Star can commence? Right, I don't want to overthink this because I feel like if I'm going to get one wrong, it's this one. But is it the shield? Uh, let me just get like the, the, sh- the questions. The, the, it's the shield, right? For, for uh, I need, the Death I need Star. a more detailed answer than that. The shield, the Death Star shield. No, the it is the shield, but that's worth half a point. The shield. But there's something what? else. It, it is the shield, but there's something else to it. Right, what's the question again? Uh, what must be disabled on Endor before the aerial assault on the Death Star can commence? You got half a point for saying the shield. It's the shield, man. What's the uh, what, what? What other answer well, is that? <laughs> this is this is crucial. It's the shield generator. What generates oh, the shield? Leave it out. No, it's the shield. It it's not the leave shield that gets out. blown up. It's the generator. Yeah, but oh, clear. Yeah, get out of it. It's just clocked and. <laughs> Um, clear off naughty boy um, oh, I'm getting a half a point for that at least you can, it, it, it's still a win so during the yeah, Endor yeah. Du- during the Endor scenes on whom does Luke Skywalker practice his levitation skills during the Endor scenes yep during the Endor he- scenes well I think this is phrasing it weirdly because I don't think he's practicing it but he um he he levitates through PO, right? When Luke's Luke's in like handcuffs. Final final answer. He cuffs. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think he practices. He doesn't, does he? That is the that is the that's a weird C-3PO. Right. That's a well, weird. I suppose, I suppose he is practicing because he's still not a full Jedi. Yeah. Well, he's um, not really. Like the point of that scene isn't Luke going. Do you know what? I need to practice my force skills right now, <laughs> yeah. don't I? This is the no, ideal time to, to do it. Of, he's trying to get out of being cooked. Yeah, I know. Well, we're actually speaking of which. Um, uh, where's that question gone? When the Ewoks stop to prepare a banquet in C-3PO's honour, which what? character is set to be the main course? <laughs> it's Han Solo. It is Han Solo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where were the Tatooine exteriors shot? North Africa or North America? They didn't go back to Tatooine. They didn't go back to... Uh, North Africa, I don't think. They, they, it was America. You sure? I think it was Death Valley, because it was Jabba's stuff, wasn't it? You're quite and right, they it did was North America. Yes, I was just thinking, because there were people... Yeah, go on. And, that, right. and uh, uh, two more. Um, who... Oh, no, I've just done it. Who, who co-wrote the screenplay with George Lucas? Who co-wrote it? It wasn't Richard it? as well. Was it... 
Oh, do you know what? I'm not sure. It's not Kirsch, is it? Irving Kirshner, he did Empire. Do you know what? I'm not sure. It makes sense that maybe it was Richard Marquand, or was it Marsha Lucas? Oh, maybe it's Marsha Lucas. Marsha Lucas. Um, Are you going for Marsha? No, not now, because your reaction implies oh, no, you've not I was, read no, I was that talking note. about what she's been saying recently, but that's a good story for you another time. It, you love it, mate. That'll so. be pubcast chat. Oh, um, yes. I'm going to say Richard Marquand. I'm not actually yeah. entirely sure. I'm not confident okay. on this. The the answer is Lawrence Kasdan. Of course it is. Larry Kasdan. Um, yeah, Kirsch directed the yeah. second film. And the final yeah. one, mere, yeah. mere weeks before release, Return of the Jedi had a different Revenge title. of the Jedi. What was it? It was Revenge of Revenge the, Jedi. Of the Jedi. So you've got, I don't even know how many I say. The only one who got it wrong was Larry Kasdan. Other than that, pretty much a full house, mate. Yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate with Lazar. You know your Jedi, your Return of the Jedi, mate. I love Jedi. Exactly. Love, it's the feel-good film of the year every year. That's a t-shirt idea. There we go. Exactly. I think we. I think I'd like to see us on the spit as well um, with the Ewoks dancing around us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be, could be quite that's fun. That's the dream. Yeah, that yeah. could be quite fun. Um, so that was the game for this week, and Lukey Boy has done himself proud. He's done his family proud there as well. So. You should be very pleased with yourself yeah. and all your listeners have done us proud as well by, well, listening and being the best listeners and for all of your wonderful comments and engagement this week, we we live for it. So thank you very much. But uh, that is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions E131, but the, fi- 131. But the fun doesn't wow. end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. You can search for us on social media. Just search Star Wars Sessions on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and we will be there. Drop us a voice note. We love voice notes, voicemails, whatever you want to call them, or just a message to our email. Hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. And don't forget about that Patreon, guys. $2 a month. Like, come on. A cup of coffee costs more. Come on patreon.com forward slash forward slash forward slash star wars sessions yeah. forward slash uh, we're on anchor fm spotify apple podcast it to tune in every podcast provider in the galaxy see you can find us on there and if you do love our show please consider leaving us a good review on your pod provider of choice five stars is always appreciated anywhere you listen and also on podchaser.com the best database for podcasts there is in the world. So uh, if you do have a spare 30 seconds, a wonderful review and five stars helps us massively. So thank you very much. Get those Apple podcast reviews in, guys. We love them. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell Toby, tell Ewok, tell your Ewok, tell your cutter. <laughs> the more tell, the merrier the kills. Well, just tell Ewok. Tell, tell Ewok. Ewok. Plural. Ewok. Tell, tell, tell Moses. Let's talk about Frog Lady. Uh, this is the podcast you're looking for. So until <laughs> next time, from me, see ya, <laughs> and from Luke. May the force be with you always. <laughs> Luke. Luke. Ooh. The giant Fneddai. <laughs>
Magina, may you rise. And may the Force be with you. Tell that to Kanja Club. <laughs>